Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 265 Media Football Show. I'm your host, Ben Side. I got my boy, Ben Fair. I know we podcasted yesterday, but this, this happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever's listening to London, London, or any countries, what is going on, everybody? I like to call this okay. as an emergency. Okay, I mean, there you go. There you go. Because Ben Fair, my goodness gracious. Before we, before you go, Ben Fair, I just want to say this. I want to shout out to our guy, Andrew Jarrell Jones, because, listen, I was watching anime. I was chilling in my bed. You know, by the way, shout out to my mother and father. I just had some good salmon and some rice. It was, it was great dinner. And But, you know, hey, I was chilling on my bed. You know, my bed was shaking. I'm like, why is my bed shaking? I look on Twitter, you know, and I was just chilling, Ben. It was, you know, I just came out with a show from overall. We were, just, we were just talking about Pete Carroll getting fired with Seattle. We're talking, we'll talk about that on the show. And now... You know, I was showing, like I said, I was showing on my bed. I look on Twitter. And I'm like, I see this guy, you know, uh, tweeted out, Dick Saban is retiring. I'm like, there's no fucking way. So let me see that's verified. And I'm like, it is verified. I know the guy, and he's a good reporter. Um, so Ben Fair, man. Um, I'm actually sad because listen, I'm not a Bama fan. But I'm just, you know, I just wish Saban, before this season started, and Ben, I just wish he would have said, told the fans and everybody, this is my last year because because he, I feel like if he would have did that, all the Batman games would have been packed. And I, I don't know, man. I just I, I'm man, I am so stunned about this. Um, you're a Batman fan. You can express about this. I don't know what I don't know what Batman could do from here. Now I'm seeing Twitter and Michigan fans said, "Did we end Nick Saban?" I, that's so stupid. I'm not gonna even gonna entertain that. Um, ben Fair, when you heard about the news. Uh, like I, like I said once again, shout out to our guy Andrew Jones. Man, we can we can have like a one hour podcast about this because I'm sure you're like, what the fuck is? I mean, like Joe Lombardi said, what the fuck is going on around here? So Ben Fair, I'm glad we're doing an emergency podcast for the audience because uh, because we are flabbergasted by this news. Nick Saban retiring, and, and Ben, this man Nick Saban got an extension two years ago. So I don't know, man. I just want to say. Congrats to Nick Saban. You're the GOAT. Um, yeah, you won six championships. Well, seven championships. You won one with LSU. Seven. Six with, yeah. Well, you get, what, you get the idea, Ben. One with the LSU. Six with Alabama. But, Ben, what's your thoughts? I'm just stunned right now, man. We can have it a one-hour podcast if you want. Yeah, I mean, I don't really matter uh, how long the length is. Um, definitely something we had to talk about. Um, you know, when the greatest coach uh, of a certain sport um retires um you know there's no point in really waiting and and allowing things to settle i mean i guess you could set, let the talk we could have talked about it next week but yeah, yeah. um you yeah. know and, and allowed emotions to really settle down and stuff so we could really you know come to you know good really good talking points but um you know when someone like nick saban retires um it's hard not to just Talk about it. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's hard not to just play. Okay, you know, yeah. Let's let's hold off on talking about this. It, it's such a major breaking news. It's such major breaking news that you you kind of want to put your input out there immediately. Um, been my head coach since two thousand seven. Um, I was a fan of Alabama about two years right before Nick Saban arrived. Um, when Nick Saban came, obviously I was super ecstatic, um, you know, having known that he had won a championship at LSU, you always would love to have, you know, a 
winning coach at, at your program. Yep. Um, you know, coming from his one year stint from Miami right before the Alabama, um, I'm sure a lot of us had question marks. Um, but I think at least me, maybe I was too old to really understand everything about his Miami situation and how bad it was. I didn't really watch Miami growing up as a kid. Yeah. Um, so when Nick Saban arrived, um, you know, it, it was it was awesome. And then obviously, you know, two years into his stint at Alabama, he wins a championship. Yep. Two years goes by, he wins a championship and then wins another one the year after. Three years goes by, wins a championship. Two years after that, wins another one. Three years goes by, and obviously he won his last one in 2020 with Mac Jones and Devonta yep. Smith and all of them. Um, <clears throat> incredible coach. Uh, in my eyes – Arguably the greatest, not just college coach, but arguably the greatest football coach ever. Yep. Um, I understand, you know, people are going to make statements because of what he did during his tenure in the NFL. Yeah. But I'm not going to hold one year, one year tenure in the NFL over him. Um, And I wasn't really alive to witness him in Cleveland, so I don't really know much about his time with with the Cleveland Browns as a defensive coordinator. I know the Browns were were really good on defense in the '90s, so you know he 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 could have been a part of that. So if he was on the Browns, Belichick has to be with them, right? Yeah, he did. Yes, that yeah they 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 came up together. Yes. Um. But everything he did in his what 17 year tenure. Um, was outstanding to win six national championships within a seven-year period yep. is unheard of. Uh, there, there's a reason we haven't really seen any other coach do that before. Yeah. Um, I, it's extremely hard to do. Um, you know, Nick Saban is the greatest coach in college football history and is also the most criticized co- coach in college football history. Some people people in the media call call them overrated, which is stupid. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see the guys that they try to put over him and it's like, you're calling a seven time champion overrated, but yet you're putting like a Dabo Sweeney over him who has two, you know, or, 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 you know, it's like Nick Saban has only always had a top five recruiting class and Dabo Sweeney, like the last two years has, has been falling off, but no one's mentioning that about Dabo. Um, yeah, I think this recruiting class this year or the recruiting class last year was like 14th or 15th or something. It was, it, was, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, you know, a top 10, Amazing. Top five yeah, exactly. Recruiting exactly class. Yeah. Like you, like you would expect from a, what should be a major power five team like Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nick Saban, um, Miss Terry, his, his wonderful wife. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, environment that they brought to Alabama, the love they brought to Alabama, um, the sense of like a community, like a real community, like an actual family down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it's something that's going to be missed. Um, I do wish, like you had mentioned, that he had said something about it. Um, I, I think, think that's what something about his retirement, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you would think normally like people that are, who are the greatest at what they do will, yeah. you know, would announce their retirement, but, 
Um, you know, we saw Coach K do it. Coach K told us before the yeah. year, this is going to exactly. be my last season. So, um, you know, and, and I think that's why a lot of us as Alabama fans and even, you know, fans who love college football, I think that's why a lot of us are so shocked. Exactly, yeah. And, and don't know what to exactly say is because, you know, we, we had no idea. Like, um, what, just two or three, what, two a day ago or two days ago on the Pat McAfee show, yeah. Nick Saban was talking about how he was happy to run it back. Yeah. And, you know, a day or two goes by and, you know, now he's announcing retirement and you have no idea. We have no idea who's going to take his take his job. And I think that's the worrying the worrying issue yeah. is like, you know, we have the second best recruiting class in the country coming in. We got that's guys. Who, yes. We got guys coming in. We had guys that decided to come back and run it back to try and win a natty, thinking that Nick Saban was going to be the head coach. So I feel like a lot of those guys that we saw, like Deontay Lawson, um, we saw Malachi Moore. Yeah. Um, we, we saw a handful of other guys decide they're going to come back and, and, and run it back another year. And, all those guys are eligible to go to the draft. So yeah. I, I think we're going to see an influx of those guys like Malachi specifically, Deontay. Yeah, I think Malachi, Deontay Lawson for sure are, are going yeah. to go to the NFL now. Uh, I understand Malachi didn't have his best year at Alabama this year, but, yeah. you know, last year he was talked about being a second round pick. So was, I, I think he was, he'll, yeah. I think, I th- I think he'll fall this year. I think he'll probably be like, where Jordan Battle was, I think Jordan Battle was like the fourth round. That's not bad. When he yeah. when he when he got drafted by Cincinnati, mm-hmm. like fourth fifth round, I think that's where Malachi would go if he gets drafted or if he decides to go pro this year. Um, and then Deontay Lawson, Deontay Lawson could easily be a second or third round pick. He, he's one of the better linebackers in the draft. Super athletic guy, great tackler, um, yeah. does a phenomenal job getting off blocks to get to, yeah. uh, to allow himself to get in the backfield. Uh, really good in coverage. Deontay Lawson could easily go pro with no question and, and guarantee he'll get drafted on day two. Guaranteed yep. he's drafted on day two. Yep. And so that that could be an easy decision for him. Um, even Jalen Milrow. I think Jalen Milrow will come back to college just because yeah. I think he knows he, he needs to improve on a few things. Yeah, one more year, but, yeah. But even possibly Jalen Milrow, you know, he could say, I don't want to be here now. You know, yeah. he could easily be like, you know, Nick Saban was my confidence. Nick Saban, you know, was the 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 reason I came here. You know, like, and he could easily just be like, you know what, like, he could go pro. I mean, I don't think he would because his draft stock. I mean, it's kind of yeah. high, but it's not better than a, a, a good amount of guys ahead of him. Um, yeah. he's like in that JJ McCarthy situation where it's like, do I go pro or do I not? Um, and, and then like you talked on Andrew's show, um, yeah. with the recruiting class, like Ryan Williams decided to, um, he, he, he was supposed to be in the 2025 class and yeah. he re he reclassed to join the 2024 class to be with Julian Sayan as freshmen. Julian yeah. Sayan's the number one quarterback in the country. Um, quarterback Ryan Williams is the number one receiver in the country. Uh, both of them are top five players. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Williams 
like I said on Andrew's show, yeah. he's been talked about Alabama and Auburn his entire recruitment. Those are the two schools he's been tagged to his entire recruitment. And he's a he's a verbal commit currently to us, but there's been a lot of talks that he could easily on when he signs next month that he could easily flip to Auburn. Like he has a mm-hmm. lot of friends that he loves playing with at Auburn. Like uh-huh. Auburn ha- Auburn has a very good quarterback coming in that's going to be a freshman. Um, and then Perry Thompson. Perry Thompson is like Ryan, one of Ryan Williams' best friends in high school. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Perry Thompson is going to Auburn. Perry Thompson's yeah. one of the best wide receivers in the country as a, as an incoming freshman. Um, Auburn also has another very good, highly touted wide receiving co- uh, coming in. Um, you know, and, and the three of them, if, if Ryan decided to, to flip his commitment, you know, next thing you know, Hugh Freeze and Auburn have – the best incoming wide receiving group that we might have seen in a very, very, very long time. Yeah. Uh, so this decision from Nick Saban could really put a lot of stuff in flux. You know, a lot of guys could decommit and decide to go to other schools. Um, you know, a lot of guys could hit the transfer portal. Guys could decide to go to the draft. Yeah. Um, it, it's just such a weird place to put your school in that you did – so much work at, um, especially for the kids that transferred. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the kids who transferred, it's like whatever. You guys were going to leave regardless, but the kids still at the school who yeah. who now have to wait for the next portal cycle to open up, which is like a month away. Yeah. You know, they're just sitting at Alabama right now, like, yo, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, so now you got, you just, I, I hope he told the players, I hope he told the players at least, because if he didn't tell the players and he just made this decision by himself and, and, so and like, yeah. and like with his wife, then that, that would be extremely fucked up. Um, you know, at, at the very least, I hope he told them at the very, very least, I hope he told them. Well, let me ask you this. Because because I'm gonna ask Andrew. I think Andrew said, "Ask me." He asked you. He asked everybody. If you were Bama Ben, what would you do? Because and by and by the way, me and Ben, ben me and Ben sure talked about this. By the way, uh, I like how you mentioned Mike Elko Ben because to be uh, money talks. And Mike was just at Duke. He was doing a good job. You you were Ben. You were watching Duke because of this man. He was doing a damn good job. I thought this man was going to stay there to make Duke fans happy. But then again, money talks, and guess what happened? Yeah, I, 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 I never watched Duke football. Like, even when – Exactly. Even when um, Daniel Jones was there, I wasn't yeah. really watching Duke football. I think the only Duke football game I watched yeah. was, when Duke, was when Duke played Johnny Manziel in a bowl game. Yeah. And yeah. Duke was winning until the last couple minutes when Texas A&M and Johnny Manziel was making ridiculous plays, yeah. and ended up winning that football game. I like, yeah, Duke football was not something I watch. I, I'm just a Duke basketball fan, and exactly. what Mike what Mike Elko was doing with Riley Leonard in that squad, I mean, it was it was unbelievable it was to it was watch. You, you, yeah. you, you had you had to watch it because they were playing such great games. Um, and then for him to just do what he did and up and left, it, it was kind of heartbreaking. Now, let me ask you this. By the way how things are going, it would have surprised me. Now, now Nick Saban retired. 
we now the, we heard the favors were done. Lambing. I mean, at this point, Ben, it's like you said on Andrew's show, right? I, I would here's what I would do if I was Bama. Sit one, sit one year, hire whatever. One year, then, then the next year, hire the coach. That's what I would do. But Ben, but ben you're a Bama fan. If you're a Bama, right, and you're smart, which, by the way, I would love Dion to get this. He's not going to leave right now. But you get the idea, Ben. I, listen, you want you would love Dion. Um, you know, you. by the way, you mentioned – you didn't mention it, like, because he's a bad person. Fuck Urban Meyer, but you said Urban Meyer because he is a good coach in college. Yeah. But fuck him outside of sports, though. But, however, Ben Fair, you're a Bama fan. Which way do you want Bamble to do? You saw Twitter. He's, I mean, honestly, Ben, you can answer that. And what are Bamble fans doing on Twitter? They're, are they like, what? Um, they're still like, what the hell? Like, they don't know. I mean, every, like, everyone's saying thank you to Nick Saban pretty right, much. Right. That's it. Like, we're, we're all just in shock, dude. Like, like I yeah. said, we don't know what to do. Exactly. Um, Me too. Me too. We, and we don't know what to do is because, like, you know, We've seen, obviously, we've seen coaches throughout history leave before their contracts are up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but usually those guys that are leaving those schools before their contract are up, they're at a smaller school. Yeah. Or yeah, they're yeah. or 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 they're at a you know a big school in a small conference, and so they'll leave to go to a big school in a bigger conference. Like for example, the Jake Madison coach, and then obviously the Tulane coach. But yeah, go ahead. Yep. Yeah, and, and and like Mike Elko, you know, he's in a big conference in the ACC, a yeah, Power yeah. Five. But let me go take the bigger job at in a bigger conference, Texas A yeah. and M and the SEC. You know, yeah. um, so it's like, what do what are we going to do? Because it's like. Yeah, Lane Kiffin is at a big school in a big conference. Yeah, gotta give him credit. Steve Sarkeesian is at a big school in a big conference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Kirby Smart is at a big school in a big conference. Dan Lanning yeah. is at a big school in a big conference. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of guys. That's why when when Andrew asked me, like, you know, out of those big names, are beside those big names, like who's somebody that you think you guys could realistically maybe get. And I mentioned the UTSA coach, Jeff Trailer. I love Jeff Trailer. I was telling you when the Texas A&M job became available, Jeff Trailer was the guy I thought deserved that job. He was from Texas. Uh, he had lived around the Texas A&M area his entire life through coaching, uh-huh. whether it was playing, whether it was his childhood. And, and obviously he didn't get it, but – Jeff Trailer, I think, would be a phenomenal job. He's done a great job at UTSA. Obviously, I'm sure some people would have questions about, okay, he's having success at a small school in a, in a small conference. I believe there wasn't like Conference USA or whatever. But Yeah, around, around um, there, yeah. Um, you know, and some people are like, you know, is he ready for an Alabama job? And the answer is probably no, but – you know, that's a guy that deserves a job, though. Yeah. Um, maybe not the Alabama job, but he deserves a big, big coaching job. Um, this is one that I just – I'm looking at all the head coaches right now. Um, this is a guy that had a lot of issues with the NIL. Yep. This is, this is a guy that's, you know, done pretty well through through college. Um. You remember him at UCLA, Jim Mora. Ooh. Jim Mora. I love Jim Mora. I, I love his aggression. I love yeah. that he loves his players. Yeah. Um, if, if, 
if you're listening to this, um, go look up Jim Mora and his press conferences from from this year at UConn. The the emotion and the anger he had towards the NCAA, the, yeah. the love he had towards his players, um, you know, that's a guy you want at Alabama. Um, you know, like a guy, a, a true player, a true player's right. coach is, is what you want. You want a guy who's going to stick up for his players and does not mind about talking shit to the NCAA about the fuck-ups that they have going yeah. on. Like, yeah. that's something you want. I think Jim Moore would be a cool candidate. And I, I think Jim Moore might even be open to, you know, maybe, you know, like that one-year, two-year role yeah. while we wait for – Elaine Kiffin or Kirby Smart to get be done yeah. with what they're doing, you know. So. Yeah, I was about to ask you that, Ben. Would you think Bama will consider you? Listen, you told me you would love Sarkeesian back. Now, now, my my question for you is: Do you think Bama is gonna? I mean, I think, I think, I think you're onto something, Ben. Because remember, you said on this show you predicted that Kirby Smart or even Lane Kiffin in the future are gonna be Bama coaches. Now, I don't know what the years that's gonna be. But, I mean, it can happen, Ben, it can happen any time. Because remember, Ben, money talks. Money does talk. Another another good head coach, and you probably know him. He's a great defensive-minded guy. Bama's a defensive school. Uh-huh. He's at a small school right now. Rich Rod. Rich Rodriguez, Ooh. man. Ooh. Uh-oh. Um, Don't tell Mr. Ben that. I mean, yeah, Rich Rod, obviously, he wasn't that good at Michigan, but, you know, sometimes a new place of scenery can change you. He's done really well at Jacksonville State for the last two seasons. Um, Once again, he's probably not ready for a major program like like Alabama, but I love that. Um, How do you feel feel with – I think he did good in Temple. But he's in. I think he's in the Matt Rule. You, you talk about yeah. Matt Rule. No, yeah. I don't like Matt Rule whatsoever. Okay. Okay. I do not believe in him. Um, okay. You know, Kev. I know Kev is a big Matt Rule fan. Kev's yeah. been trying to get me over onto the Matt Rule train. Right, right, um, right. But I, I got to see him succeed at a major program and in a major in a major conference. Like you can do all the shit that you want. And that's why I was saying about Jeff Trailer. He's done yeah. well at a small school. Like UTSA yeah. has been ranked the last two years, but it's like, are you ready to make that jump to a major, to a major, major program? Right. Yeah. Um, honestly, a great coach. And, and I can't believe I didn't say this on Andrew's show. I love this coach to death and what he did in the big and what he's done in the Big Ten. Obviously, they had a down year this year, but that was because they lost a lot of players. Yeah. Um, PJ Fleck at Minnesota. PJ PJ Fleck at Minnesota deserves a head coaching job at a major university. Oh yeah, you love watching um, them, man. I love PJ Fleck to death. I think he's yes, phenomenal. Do. He's a defensive-minded head coach. Um, he he speaks his mind. He 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 helped turn around a you know a, a relatively small school in a major university like the Big Ten. Um, I mean, up until this year, he had Minnesota ranked in like the top twenty-five and defensively in the mm. country. So the guy knows defense um, like a motherfucker. Um, on Andrew's show. I think Andrew shared a, a tweet that had a coach that I would be pissed off that if we got oh. him. 
And oh, that's Jam- that. That's James Franklin. I hope. James, oh I, no! I don't. I hope. I hope our athletic director doesn't even call Penn State. Like, don't even worry if James Franklin's interested in coming to that school. That should. That should not be a guy that well, that you want to you know go what? out and try like, and get. Like, oh, Ben, ben Fair, he can. You know, he went to the NFL. He can recruit. You can you can recruit, but he he can't he can't no he can't recruit. I've never heard about Penn State having these immaculate recruiting classes. Mm. They they get they get guys from time to time, and yeah, yeah. and and Penn State's a nice program, but yeah, when was the last time Penn State was talked about competing for a national championship? I think yeah, I think the when 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 was the last time Penn State was a legitimate top four program? Yeah, I thought I thought when they had the chance to win it was was what Saquon Barkley maybe. But that, that's my guess. I don't know, but you know. Yeah, that was probably the closest. But like, when you look at Penn State, they've never had yeah. a quarterback until this year in exactly. Drew Aller. Exactly. That good point. They're they're only known for running backs, which I'd be cool with. Obviously, Bama's known for running backs, so I would love that. Yeah. They're known for having very good offensive lines, so I'd be okay with that. They're really never known for having a receiver every single season. No, they only they usually only get a receiver every couple of years. Yeah, defensive defensively, they're they're usually a really good program. I mean, they're the second best defense in in the country this year. But when you look at Penn State, you don't think about superstar players going to the next level on the defensive side of the ball. Like you don't see a Marlon Humphrey at no. Penn State. You don't no. see a Minka Fitzpatrick at Penn State. You don't yeah. see Deron Paynes and Jonathan Allens and uh some of these other guys at Penn State. You're right. Like they Penn State makes great defensive players, yeah. but they like Paul Puzlesny and stuff, but Paul Puzlesny, you know, isn't an all-American level, like I mean, I think he was an all-American in the Big Ten, but yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. He's, yeah, he's yeah. not on that tier, that same level of tier as like former Alabama like linebackers. Like, who's who's better, Paul Puzlesny or C.J. Mosley? You know what I'm saying? So exactly, like exactly. Yeah, much much different talent levels. Yeah, I mean, we, we just have to see, Ben. I'm just hoping that they hired the right guy. Um, I mean, I mean, listen, they're going to listen a lot, a lot of candidates. Um, what, what's your guess? What they're going to do in your view? Do you think you're just going to wait until a year, or do you think they're going to hire? You know, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's tough, man. This, this is tough. Uh, I, I'm still so bad that to my friend, but I, I don't know. What do you think they should do? I think. I mean, if the, I think if what they should do if if they can, like. Their first two calls should be to Ole Miss and, and Georgia. I agree. Go, if you if you can go get Kirby and Lane Kiffin this offseason, go do it. Like, if you got to offer them twenty million dollars a year to bring them in, then do it. Like if you can land that level of caliber of coach and former coach of Alabama back and bring them back to Bama, you'll you'll definitely keep the fan base extremely happy. Yeah, you'll keep us confident in our ability to stay on top. Yeah, and we'll know we have a guy for the foreseeable future, right? Yeah. Or you do like what we were kind of talking about on Andrew's show was, um, you know, maybe you just do the the one year. Yes. Uh, maybe you just do the one year tryout. You know. Yeah. Give it to Tommy Reese. He, you know, he did a, a relatively good job this year coming over yeah. from Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it, it, it might keep some of those offensive players, you know, content and happy to stay at Bama with, a, you know, a, a familiar face, you know, running the show. Yeah. Um, and if he does a good job, then, you know, who knows? Maybe you found your, your coach of the future. Uh, if he does a bad job, then, hey, you know, you got to replace him. Because uh, you, you can tell, you know, maybe he just wasn't ready for that spotlight. Um, so it, it's very, yeah, it, it's difficult, man. Uh, if you can get one of the greatest coaches in college football, like one of the best coaches in college football, you, you definitely do it. Like if, if you call Dion Sanders and Dion says, Hey, I'm packing my bags right now. I just bought my ticket. Then, then you bring Dion in same thing with Lane, same thing with, with Kirby. Um, I would love to have Dan Lanning as well. I'm not – I for me, Dan is probably, like, my fourth or fifth option, though. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you can't get Dion, if you can't get Kirby, if you can't get Lane, if you can't get Steve Sarkeesian, then you call Dan Lanning. All right, so give me an and, order. What do you want first? What do you want first? Give me one to five. But yeah. First, first, Kirby Smart. Okay. Second, Dion. Okay. Third, Lane Kiffin. Okay. Fourth, fourth, um, I would, fourth, I would honestly probably Lincoln Riley. Fourth oh, would probably be. Damn. Yeah. Obviously, we won't get him, but, I, and the only reason I would want Lincoln is just because, like, Guys are going to recruit to Lincoln. Like, guys are going to commit to Lincoln. Yeah. Um, we're going to always have a great offense under Lincoln Riley. Right. Um, now, defensively, you know, yeah, so, you, you know, you yeah defensively, obviously, we would take a hit unless he actually hired good coaching exactly. and actually yeah. went out and actually, you know, went and got great defensive players out of high right, school in, right, the, in right. the portal. Um, but he also, you know, he, he's proven to at least – you know, be able to create Heisman winners. So, like, that's why I'm not completely against him, you know. Okay. Um, so, I under Lincoln, I know we would still at least be able to to um, build talent and, and put them into the NFL. So, like, I would be happy with that. And then fifth, so I said – I said Kirby. Yep. I said Dion. I said yep. Lane. Yep. Lincoln. Yep. Fifth. Fifth would probably be Lanning. Yeah, it, it'd be between Lanning and Sarkeesian. Interesting. Interesting. I oh okay. I think they will probably go Sarkeesian and then Lanning because but we shall see, my friend. We shall see. We're gonna get a lot of rumors, but you guys should be. An attractive job. It is Bama. It is the SEC. I just hope it for the best for you, for you my friend. I'll, I will ask you this, Ben Fair. Will Lane Kiffin and Cover Smart, do you think one of them will be the Bama coach in the future? One of them. I think if – I definitely think in the future for sure, uh, without question. Without question. And, and if I had to choose one who I was more confident in making the switch, it would be Lane Kiffin. Yes. And the reason the reason I say Lane would make the switch over Kirby is because Kirby has proven to win two championships on his own yep. at his own program and, and UGA. So 
and, and I believe Kirby's from Georgia, right? So, yeah. um, I believe he is. I believe that's what Andrew said on the show. But um, uh, Lane Lane Kiffin has been dying to come back to Alabama as a head coach. He he's been waiting for this day um, of of Nick Saban retiring, but. I don't think actually. I don't he's think from he, Montgomery, Alabama. By the way, keep going. Wow. Oh shit, he's from Montgomery. Damn. Interesting. Interesting. Keep going. Keep going. So, um, so I mean, yeah, if he's from Alabama, my God, um, I can't believe I, okay, I, I don't know he come was from. Four, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, um, but but Lane Kiffin, man, he he's been dying for for not for a chance to come back. Yeah. Um, but but also he he's he's right there on the cusp of like breaking through at Ole Miss, you know, back to back 10 plus win seasons. Um, I believe it was the first ever 11 win season in Ole Miss history this year. Um, You know, he just did so much in in the transfer portal. He's not just going to tell those guys, Oh yeah. Thank you for coming to Ole Miss, but I'm not going to be here next year. Um, You know, a lot of those guys, you, you would be forcing a lot of those guys to then make another decision. Like, Damn, well, now do I stay at Ole Miss or do I decommit, hop back in the portal, and then go to Alabama? So it's like there's just so many question marks. I don't think Kirby does it because I think he wants to see if he can win with this Carson Beck guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he wants to see if he can, you know, bounce back after not making the playoffs last year, not winning the SEC championship last year. Um. So I definitely think Lane Lane makes that jump before Kirby does. Right. Now, here's what's interesting, Ben Fair. With this retiring, Nick Saban retiring, what does it do with Jim Harbaugh? Get your popcorn ready because this is interesting. Because he can just say, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to stay. We're going to be the king of the college football now with Michigan. Or do you still think he's going to go to the NFL? He has a lot of options. Because, by the way, his agent, by the way, is John Yee. John Yee, by the way, is Brady's agent. And yes, and obviously, what is Brady is with right now? The Raiders and the Raiders' job is open. So I think, listen, it's the, all, all the best choices. I think, in my opinion, it should be the Chargers' job. But obviously, like uh, like what Andrew, I mean, what um, what Jono said and other Michigan fans said, he's got a quarterback in Herbert. But Ben Fair, this is interesting. Get your popcorn ready. What do you think James is gonna do? This is interesting. This is really, really interesting to talk about. Um, Harbaugh does have a lot to do. Um, you know, he's got a massive decision he can make. Um, you know, does him, he stay- what would you do? I mean, it's hard. It's hard to answer that because I don't know what's inside of his head. You know, okay. I don't know what he wants to do. I don't know if he wants to make that jump. I don't know if he wants to, to run it back. I, you know, it, if, if I was him, I would just do whatever – you know, I feel like is best for me in my career. Like what? Right. I think the NFL is the smarter move because yes. if you win at the NFL level, then it's like, you know, you're possibly one of the only coaches ever to win at the college and NFL level. That's, that says that's... a lot about you. That says a lot about you as a as a coach. And so, you know, you, you can never even try to achieve that. If you stay at college your entire uh, for the rest of your career, didn't Jim uh, Johnson won with the and, Hurricanes and then with the Cowboys, right? He won with the Hurricanes, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, I'm saying it's. Yeah, I'm not saying it's never been done before, but like, right, 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 not right. many coaches have, have have can say they they've won at both levels as a head yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure there are guys that can say they won as a coordinator at both levels, right. but right. there's probably extremely fewer. I'll, I'll look it up after we're done and see exactly yeah. how many head coaches, but. Um, and, and he's been to the promised land in the NFL. It's not like yes. he's never seen seen a Super Bowl before, you know. And you guys almost came back and won that game against the Ravens. Yeah, I guess so his brother. I know he, it, was good, it was good. Yeah, Super Bowl. he's yeah, he's he's had major success at the NFL level. So it's not like he's making a jump to something that's totally brand new to him. Right. You know, um, his brothers. You know, has never switched. Um, you know, so he's had, he's been able to talk to his brother, you know, about the, what the face of the NFL looks like today compared to what it looked like when, when he left for Michigan Right. or, you know, he can easily stay at Michigan, run it back. And it's you and pretty much Kirby smart as the face of coaches for the college football. So yeah. That's what is do you do you do you want to be the face of college football with Kirby Smart now, or do you want to make the jump to the NFL and try and you know uplift this curse with the Chargers maybe or build a an actual good franchise with the Commanders or yeah you know do do you go to the Raiders possibly like yeah. Um, there's there's some situations where he could go to the NFL and you know probably put himself in uh, a lot of good positions. Um, you know I think they were saying on Andrew's show, yeah, um, the Chargers don't necessarily want to give him that GM responsibility, which if is that's true, what that's might so yeah, which is what might fuck everything up for them. Yeah. Um, so. If, if you're hardball, I would say stick to your guns and, and yes. don't take anything less than what you want. If, if you go to the NFL and you say you want GM responsibilities and head coaching responsibilities and people don't give it to you, then don't go. Because yeah. it, it's not like you're going to be taking less money staying in college. If anything, no. you, can, you can make just as much money at Michigan than any NFL team can offer you at the college level or at yeah. the NFL level. It, it is a risk you, know, you, you can make $12 million a year at Michigan, or you can make $12 million with the Chargers. Like you're going to make the same amount of money. Um, so, so I would just, if I was him, I would just say, make the best decision for yourself and, and what biggest, it is that you, that you want for your future. The biggest question for him is going to be this. Do you want to deal with the committee? And obviously he's going to get in trouble next year for sure. It's just, the question is going to be, does he want to deal with that? And, you know, we, we, heard, we heard sources that he doesn't want to deal with that. Now, that's true. He might go back to the NFL. So, for me, I, I mean, out of all those options, Ben, in my opinion, I mean, the Raiders are the option, the Chargers are the option. If, if, he, if he thinks that he can win with one of those teams, it's got to be the Chargers. Because we want the Raiders to get Pierce, but they get hardball. Do you think they're ready to win now? I mean, I mean, and also, I, I, I don't know. See, I want them to keep Pierce. That's what I want to do. If the locker room wants you, they should keep Pierce. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know? Do you know how? Do you know how much in shambles the college football landscape would be if if we lost Harbaugh and Saban in the same offseason? It will be crazy. It will be just Kirby Smart, and that's it. 
It'd be Kirby and Lane Kiffin. They'd be the talk of the town. I mean, they're they're they would pretty much immediate. I mean, I would say Kirby is already the best head coach in college football right. currently. Right. Now right with now. Saban yeah, yeah, yeah. retired, right? Uh, just just because he has the most active championships currently, yeah. you know, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it's it, it would be Kirby and and then Lane Kiffin, and then it and then it too, like. Is it Ryan Day? Is it you know? Is it James oh Franklin? Is it is it, is it is it is it is it Dan Lanning? Is it is it Iowa's coach? Lincoln Riley? Like, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Good yeah, point. is Good it point. Lincoln Riley? Uh, is it get Gus Malzahn? Like, how, how do you um, think the committee? How do you think the committee would feel about that? My goodness gracious. Um, like I said, I think the entire college football landscape would be in and just broken and in shambles. I agree. Like, like, what the fuck? Um. Yeah, to lose the national champion head coach, winning head coach, and in, in Harbaugh, and then to lose the all-time winningest head coach and uh, and Nick Saban in the same offseason. Yeah, it, it would it would throw a lot of confusion into the landscape of college football. But you know, maybe maybe the this new era of college football needs it, you know, with this I new agree. 12 team landscape, you know, uh, it, I almost feel like co- all of college football needs a major shakeup with this whole new addition that we're about to go into. So, you know, it, it might be cool to see, might be cool to see that, you know, these winning coaches, you know, take that next step in, in life and allow some of these up and coming guys to finally get their chance right. and opportunities. Well, speaking of a new era, right? Because speak because you know how Nick Saban retired and now Pete Carroll got fired. And why do I speak of that, right? They're part of the Bill Parcell tree. And we're going to find out if Bill Belichick stays in New England. If he doesn't, he's another Bill Parcell tree. So, I mean, we're in a new era, my friend. And Ben Fair, so when you saw, man, shout out to Peter Schrecker because he said there's going to be a surprise fire and – um, you know, I saw Pete Carroll saying the other day, like, I'm going to still coach. And then what happens the next day? Uh, he gets fired. So, I mean, I'm just going to say this. Um, I do think Seattle's job is really attractive. Uh, it's a young squad. They got picks. Um, apparently, they want Dan Quinn. I'm hoping they get that guy because you know what that means? The Cowboys defense is going to suck, and they're going to miss Dan Quinn a lot because without Dan Quinn, remember, Ben, they had Mike Nolan as their DC, and they were terrible. It, it, their defense was so bad that Odell scored a touchdown against them on, on a passing play. Listen, man, um, Ben, when you saw Pete Carroll getting fired, um, man, and I, I can't wait for the media to talk about it tomorrow. It's going to be great. But when you saw the breaking news, Pete Carroll was done with Seattle, man, we're in the new era, my friend. The Legion of Boom, and Pete Carroll's gone. Ben, I, I love this new era, era. Do you? And how do you think the Seattle – job is attractive and it seems like they won Dan Quinn. The question is going to be will Dan Quinn take that job? Now, I do think he wants the job. Um, if he gets it, cool. But here's my thing, right? Dan Quinn, you better hire a good OC because if not, then see, see that's my thing with defensive, defensive coaches, man. Like, I, I like them as head coaches but you got to hire a good OC. But with that being said, Ben, your thoughts and we're in a new era, my friend, and I love it for this podcast. I mean, if if you're good enough of a of a good defensive head coach, I mean, look at Mike Tomlin. The so Steelers haven't always had a great offensive coordinator, but good Mike point. Tomlin still made it work. 
same That's same so with crazy. Bill Belichick. Same with Bill yeah. Belichick. Like Josh McDaniels. I mean, he, he, Josh McDaniels is good as a coordinator, I guess. But like Bill Belichick won with Josh McDaniels. You know. Yeah. So, um, I think it would be very good because, like you had mentioned, Dan Quinn. You know, and, and also, you know. He he was there with them during, like you said, during the Legion of Boom. So it, he was he was. It's it, it's not like he wouldn't have any familiarity with with the area or with the, the the program. And you know, Dan Quinn revitalized his career. You know, going to Dallas and being their defense coordinator after his stint with what the Atlanta Falcons. Facts. Yes. Um, so I think that'd be a great spot for him. You know, um, they have a great young defense. Um, and they could really use an, a, a face, a new face, a, a younger voice in, in that locker room. And, yeah, um, you know, maybe somebody with maybe just a little bit more energy than, than Pete Carroll currently has at, at 72. Mm. Um, I think I think he still stays in, in some type of advisory role, whether it's up in like some type of office management position office, or, yeah. Yeah. or, or, or even some type of advisor with the team on the field. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn would be a phenomenal hire for them. Interesting. 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 Which by the way, uh, there's been a report about Saban taking pl- uh, Lee Corsa's place on college game day, which I'll see if that's actually true. We'll find out. But um yeah, man, we shall see what Seattle does, man. Uh, hire the right guy. If it's Dan Quinn, congratulations. But, man, this, this coaching, uh, um, you know, um, uh, for the NFL, this is going to be crazy, especially for next week. Um, w- let me ask you this before we end the show, my friend. Um, do you think New England keeps Belichick or they say, you know what? It's time for a new era. Um. I think they keep Belichick. Um, I don't know why you would go away from Belichick. Um, you know, this is like the worst season in Belichick's entire career. You know, I agree, which is crazy. You, you, you guys have been in a rebuild since Tom Brady left. Yep. Like, and if if anything, if anyone should be fired, it shouldn't be Bill Belichick. Like, if any, Bill Belichick should should be able to leave on his own accord. Bill Belichick should never be fired. He should he should leave on his own accord. Um, if, if anyone should be fired, it should be the GM. You guys have drafted terribly since Tom Brady left. Yeah, like you drafted shitty receivers. You drafted offensive linemen way out of position. Talking about their first round pick this year, or the, this last draft, they drafted what that left left guard or whatever, or yeah. left tackle or yeah. whatever, like yeah. Two, two rounds too early. Um, you know, de- defensively, necessarily haven't been able to attract the biggest names. You know, your your best draft pick was Christian Bar- Barmore in like the last five years. Yeah. Um, on that de- on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I mean, I guess Christian Gonzalez, but Christian Gonzalez was, was hurt all year, so it's hard to really exactly, evaluate yeah. him. Um, I don't think Bill Belichick should get fired. If Bill Belichick isn't the head coach next year, it, it will be because he decides to leave. Um, but right. I, I think he, I think he stays for another year, uh, or at least puts 
I think he doesn't retire until he sees New England's in a position for the future. Um, right. And and they're in a position currently in the draft to, you know, at least get a building block. You know, you can get possibly a Jaden Daniels, and if he works out, you have the quarterback of your future. Or possibly, you know, there's talk of maybe you guys having a chance to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, you know, there's talks about – one, two being, you know, Caleb, Drake, May, and then Marvin Harrison's right there for the Patriots. And next thing you know, you got a wide receiver, hopefully generational wide receiver to build around. Um, and, and that's something Bill Belichick could take advantage of, you know, having a guy like that on his team. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't think he leaves. I don't think he leaves. And listen, if we do, if he does get fired, if he does leave, uh, for our pod for next week, I'm just I'll just say this: if he does, I think I think the Patriots will go for Mike Vrabel. I would love to see Mike Vrabel. Lucas wants Mike Vrabel. I would love to see him in New England. And if, that, if that's the case, then Ben, we're in a new era, and we get and we get a yeah Vrabel a new era, it, a new change. It's not as bad as people think. Now, if if Belichick were to leave, I think Vrabel would be the best option for them. One hundred percent. Exactly. Hey, thank you. I, I, yeah, there you go. Now. With that being said, my friend, shit. If there's more breaking news, we'll probably come 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 by again. Um, before before ahead, we man. cut out, before yeah. we cut out, I just wanted to to say all the quarterbacks Alabama's athletic director should be calling. Um, and, and this is either for a, a one year deal or a long or a long term deal. Um, they should be calling Army for Jeff Munkin. Um. They should be calling, like I said, UTSA for Jeff Trailer. Yeah. Um, they th- – let me keep going down here. Pat, Nard- uh, Pat Narduzzi wouldn't be a terrible option for like a one-year deal from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Jed Fish, I would love him. But I don't think he's going to leave Arizona after what they're – they have the potential to do this upcoming year. Right. Um, th- that'd be a great hire. Um, I'm sure Willie Fritz wishes he didn't commit to Houston already. Cause I'm sure he oh, would man. love Alabama to have been calling his line for that head coaching yeah. job. He, he yeah. definitely would have Willie Fritz would have been in the mix. He honestly, if Willie Fritz was still at Tulane and didn't make the announcement yet that he was going to Houston, He's a I, think Willie, I, I think Willie Fritz would have been the first person called. Honestly, I agree. Uh, I agree. Willie, but even even now, he, like you should still call up Willie Fritz and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, are you sure you want to go to Houston?" Um, Lance, would you, would you would you have liked the James Madison coach or not really? Now, um, once again, hasn't proven enough at, at a major school to get that type of That's job. Fair. That's fair. Um, James, and, and I get it, James Madison, and and also James Madison just became like a D two program two years ago, so. Good point, um, good point. You you were coaching at the D two level and made the switch to D one level. I, I, at least, even if you stay at you know that program, I need to see you continue success at the D one level because uh, D one is way tougher than D two. Um, but yeah, Lance Leopold, they should be calling Kansas for him. Um, Gus Malzahn from UCF, UCF, they should be calling him. Um, P.J. Fleck, like I said, from Minnesota, should definitely be getting a freaking call. Um, yep. Dan Lanning, obviously. 
Uh, Lincoln Riley, sure. Kalen DeBoer from Washington should 100% be getting a call. Uh, Washington is probably going to suffer for a couple years, potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Luke Fickle would be a nice addition from Wisconsin. Like yeah. I said, Rich Rich Rod potentially for like a one-year deal. Um, Marcus Freeman from Notre Dame. We know Notre Dame's running out of money, so Marcus Freeman <laughs> come to a real school. Damn, they're running out of money? God damn, Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame is slowly going broke. Um, like, I, like I said, Jim Mora. Yeah. They should be calling Jim Mora over at UConn. He needs to get the fuck out of that small program. Um, he needs to go back to a, a little bit of a bigger school. Uh, like I said, he'd be a nice like one year co- coach potentially, yeah. or even if he just brought him as like a coordinator for Tommy Reese to allow you know to help Tommy Reese grow as a head coach, um, that'd be kind of cool. Um, Sam Pittman, I wouldn't be terribly mad at, but necessarily I wouldn't want him from Arkansas. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? I'm trying to think of at least like two more coaches. Obviously, Steve Sarkeesian should get a call from Texas. Yeah. Lane and Kirby obviously should get a call. And yeah, that's about it though. So there, there's uh, a good, there's a good like 10, 10, 15 coaches that, that should be getting looked at. Oh, and uh, possibly like even uh, Clay Helton from Georgia Southern. They've been, ooh, they've been pretty good this USC year. Coach. Oh, look at that. Yeah, look at he, that. he'd be a nice, like, potential, like, one-year, two-year head coach. I'll, I'll say this about Bama. They love USC coaches. This is why we're brothers. Look at that, man. This is why we're brothers. Look at that. They love USC coaches. All right. With that being said, by the way, Ron Williams, he's just, just, just committed for Bama. They just broke just now. So, that's really surprising for me, right? With Ryan you said he himself. You said he committed? You said he committed or decommitted? Decommitted. He yeah. decommitted. I told you yeah. what I say. I told you it was going to happen. Look at that. I told so, you it was going to happen. He's, and I'm telling you right now, everybody that's listening, congratulations, Auburn fans. You just got Ryan Williams. Interesting. Interesting. There we go. Shout out to Auburn, and there we go. Like, look, Aub- there we Auburn, go. Auburn, Auburn is going to be a great team to watch in two to three years. When All Ryan right. Williams and, and Perry Thompson and their incoming quarterback are sophomores and juniors, Auburn's going to be a dynamic freaking team to watch. Now that they now that they just got Ryan Williams. Look at that, man. Every time you make a prediction, Ben Fuck, man. It, it, it turns out happening. But anyways, with that being said, Benford, give uh any anything uh I thought you, you are you in Woodline's podcasting today? I believe the show today is tomorrow. Tomorrow, so we're podcasting okay. tomorrow. Uh, me and me and Will Lyons. Uh, my article on D'Amico Ryan's and C.J. Stroud's coming out tomorrow as well over on Medium. So pay attention for that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the Hollywood Vet and at the Sports Veteran, uh, Veteran V E T R A N. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram as well at the Sports Veteran. Uh, Vince, appreciate doing this emergency little uh, conversation thought about uh, the, about the uh, Nick Saban leaving uh, the greatest school in college football history.
Yeah, I mean, shit, you might as well do a Nick Saban article next and pop and pop. Yeah, yeah, next next Tuesday, uh, the Tuesday, the article I do on Tuesdays, uh, it, it would definitely be on Nick Saban, one hundred percent. And then the next Bamble Coast as well. Might, might as well do that as well. Now you got you guys can follow me at respectable Vince at Vince A twenty four. Once again, Benford, we just had to do this emergency Thursday podcast for Nick Saban, the goat Nick Saban. Bye. And always say be girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had to do it, my friend. I had to do it. God bless you. See you next Tuesday. Audience, peace out. Enjoy your week. Peace. Enjoy the NFL weekend of the wild card playoffs. Peace. Peace.